Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. A man who climbed a crane in downtown London last night is now safely on the ground. London police were contacted about a man in distress on a crane in the area of King and Rideout Streets around 7 o'clock last night. It took about six hours to resolve the situation. No one was hurt. man was taken into police custody once on the ground. Maybe he's been playing that new Spider-Man video game. <laughs> Like I have, been. yeah, yeah, it's, inspired him. Yeah, it's like when you play Grand Theft Auto and you're uh, you're driving <laughs> through signs and crashing it's, into cars. Yeah. It's like when you drive Grand Theft Auto or you play Grand Theft Auto and you see one of those uh, car or trucks that loads up cars from the dealership that looks like a big ramp, and you think to yourself. I bet you I could launch that ramp it. Let let, let me finish here. (laughs) Sorry. You get in, have you ever gotten in your car after you play Grand Theft Auto? You feel like you're still in the game, kind of. I had that feeling after watching the Jason Bourne movies. Like you thought you could fight people in close quarters? But also, like, like, you know, (laughs) reverse down an alley? High speed, you know, car chases. Right. That guy cut me off. I'm going to. I came out of Back to the Future thinking if I went 88 in my car, I'd go (laughs) to the 60s. (laughs) There's no flames behind my tires. Thank God. It's easy to get yourself into situations. Sometimes it's difficult to get out of situations, and those first responders who who got this guy off the crane, they deserve a kudos this morning because that... The situation could have ended very, very badly. A hundred percent. And you look down and it's different than when you go up. Today is Hockey Day in Lucan, Ontario. Craft Hockeyville invades the town just outside of London. And we've got the mayor of Lucan, Bidolf, Kathy Berghart-Jessen on the phone. Good morning, uh, Mayor. It's... Nice that you're able to find a couple seconds for us. You must be pretty busy this morning. You know, things started started happening about 5 o'clock this morning, and I don't anticipate them slowing down anytime soon, but it's great to be on with you. Where are you right now, Kathy? I am in the parking lot, actually, of the arena, and I am watching all the kids line up for the red carpet event, getting ready for the buses to roll in. Um, to drop the players off, and I'm just watching as people are walking down the street to, you know, join in in the crowd. It's 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 pretty exciting, let me tell you. It's got to be the best part of the whole deal is seeing the looks on those kids' faces, huh? Oh, it, it really is, and you know, we as an organizing committee, that was our focus from day one um, when the when we were announced the winner that. Um, get as many kids involved, get as many kids into that bowl as possible because the reality is for some of these kids, this is the only time they'll ever get to an NHL game or get this close to, you know, the Nazem Kadri's of, of sport. How close has this brought the Lucan community together? I'd <laughs> imagine that like people are, you know, new friendships have been born campaigning for Hockeyville now that it's happening, planning the events. You guys, like, the bond has to be pretty strong right now. You know, you just gave me goosebumps. You're going to make me cry. I just, I couldn't be more proud of this community. You know, we're a growing community. We've got lots of young families, but there are families that have lived in this, in, in Lucan for generation after generation after generation. 
but they're all they've all come together and you're absolutely right new friendships i mean it was it, it's so at all the events that we hosted this weekend it's great to see you know the 17 year old kids talking to the you know 65 year old grandmas it's it's just been such a ride and uh, i think you know there's going to be a lasting legacy for sure I hear you've become close friends with my brother Todd, who's in the Luke and Lions Club. <laughs> he is, yes. I have become quite uh, close friends with Todd. And I have to tell you, and you know, I know you're his brother, so you're probably going to dispute it, but he has been <laughs> such a great support of this, and he has helped us out when we've needed uh, help. And uh, so I certainly appreciate him and the Lions Club. Well, he's been ignoring his family all summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Honest to God, the the for the volunteers that have been involved in planning all the events, uh, they have they've given up their summer. You know, Kathy Berghardt sure Jessen, the mayor of Lucan, is on the phone with us. Uh, tell us about the money. How much money did you guys get for winning Craft Hockeyville? And where exactly? I've driven past and seen the renovations going on at the mm-hmm. arena. What exactly did you guys do? Okay, so um, it's $250,000 that we got, which is an incredible amount of money, but it's spent very quickly. But the renovations, actually, that you see at the front of the building have nothing to do with Craft Hockeyville. Um, that is actually a new licensed daycare facility that we're opening up, and that's what kick-started us to get involved in Craft Hockeyville because we've received money from the provincial government to build the daycare, which caused us to have to do renovations to the whole building, and we said, okay... We're in, so that's why we went with we we entered Craft Hockeyville when we did. So the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars was spent actually in the board in the bowl, and we've replaced all the dashboards and glass, so they are now up to today's standards. So they're not the ones that were put in in nineteen seventy one, and new sound system and new scoreboards. So for nice. those that come in and watch the game tonight, if they were familiar with the bowl before, uh, they're just going to be shocked at what it looks like. For people who don't have tickets but they want to come out to Lucan and take part in Hockeyville, what are some of the activities going on today, Kathy? Tonight we've got an outdoor viewing party behind the arena. Giant tent, we've got screens going up. And uh, if you want to be in a crowd and watch the game, come on out. Right on. Uh, now, is can I ask, or are you going to give me a politician's answer? Who are you cheering for tonight? Leafs or okay. the Sens? So, I have four boys, and we all made a pact that we all had to root for different teams. So, Kathy Burkhart-Jessen, CBJ, I'm a Columbus fan. And uh, so, I, you know, don't really have feelings one way or the other towards the Leafs and Senators. But I have to tell you, if I was to... Place a bet, which of course you can't do. Um, I'll take I'm that going, bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be the Leafs. It's got to be the Leafs tonight. The mayor of Lucan, Ontario, is going Leafs, and uh, the town of Lucan is going hockey with Craft Hockeyville today. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and just enjoy every moment of it. I'm sure you will. Oh, we will. You know, I'm just so proud of our community, and I know we've put our best foot forward. And, uh, you know, Lucan loves hockey, and Lucan's craft hockey bill. Emmys last night, 70th annual Emmy Awards, and the big loser 
was network television. Only two Emmys going to network TV. Saturday Night Live won one. And the guy who directed the Oscars broadcast won an Emmy as well. <laughs> that barely counts. That's it. Streaming services and everyone else were the big winners. Uh, you know who also did well? Colin Jost and Michael Shea from SNL. They were the hosts, and I thought they were pretty funny, man. It is an honor to be here sharing this night with the many, many talented and creative people in Hollywood who haven't been caught yet. <laughs> this year, this year, the audience is allowed to drink in their seats. Mm -hmm. Hope you're excited about that. Because the one thing Hollywood needs right now is people losing their inhibitions at a work function. <laughs> we just want to say a quick hello to the thousands of you here in the audience tonight and to the hundreds watching at home. <laughs> Hi, Silver Lining Senior Center. <laughs> Oh, man. It's funny because the industry's tanking. <laughs> Isn't it funny that there's definitely people in the crowd who have done something awful and haven't got caught yet and just they Probably. have to laugh they at gotta, that joke? They got to be squirming, a little bead of sweat rolling down their foreheads. Things are getting better, but as we all know, TV has always had a diversity problem. You know, I mean, can you believe they did 15 seasons of ER without one Filipino nurse? <laughs> That's crazy. That's just crazy. Have you been to a hospital? That's crazy. <laughs> Even on a great show like Cheers. I mean, Cheers, I love Cheers, but you're telling me they made a show about an all-white sports bar in 1980s Boston, and not one black dude walked in, saw everybody, then walked right back out. And <laughs> There's even more diversity coming to TV. There's a Latino Magnum P.I. Uh, there's going to be a black Samantha in a reboot of Bewitched, but it's going to get balanced out by an all-white reboot of Atlanta <laughs> called 15 Miles Outside of Atlanta. <laughs> it focuses on white women who call the police on the cast of Atlanta. <laughs> These guys, I, I love a good comedy duo. Yeah. Like, they seem to be cementing themselves. You see them on Weekend Update, and then when they're on talk shows, wherever you see them, they're together. Colin Jost and Michael Shea. Here they are. <laughs> talking about thanking Jesus at these awards shows. You know who's not, but my mother's not watching. What? Well, she said she doesn't like watching white award shows because you guys don't thank Jesus enough. <laughs> I just want to say six awards, all white winners. Nobody thanked Jesus yet. No. Thank you, Jesus. That's for you, Michael. <laughs> That's for you. This is good. Thank you, Jesus. Michael Chad. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that Jeff Daniels thanked his horse. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Daniels won an Emmy last night. Best Supporting act Actor in a Limited Series for his role in Godless. And uh, he didn't thank, Je thank Jesus, but he did say thank you to his horse. <laughs> Eddie Blondes, Paul Martino, had been with me since the late 40s. Brandon Clark, who trained me on a horse in Michigan. Felix Delgado, my driver. <laughs> Kathleen, my wife, my family. <laughs> Mark Warwick, His my horse wrangler. Family. Little tip for you young actors. When they call and say, can you ride a horse, don't lie. <laughs> You will find on day one you're in the Kentucky Derby. I'd also, finally, like to thank my horse, <laughs> Apollo. 
he, um, he was Jeff Bridges' horse on True Grit, and I felt he was making unfair comparisons. <laughs> three times he threw me off the horse, three times. The third and last time I broke my wrist, it's now officially healed. Thank you very much. Do you ever see Jeff Daniels and not think of Dumb and Dumber for at least a second? I can't help but I heard that like when he took that role, his agent said, don't do it, it'll ruin your career. And it didn't, but I still can only yeah. picture him with a bad haircut. He's great. He's great in all these dramatic roles, but there's still that split second. Every time I see him on screen, I just picture him with diarrhea with his <laughs> legs in the air on the toilet, right? Uh, the big moment everyone's talking about, it was the guy who actually who won for directing the Oscars. He got up on stage, and he stole the show at the Emmys last night. I'm really grateful to be here, uh, but it's bittersweet. Uh, the person most proud at this moment would be my mom, and she passed away just two weeks ago. Part of my heart is broken. I don't think it will ever be repaired, but um, she's in me, and she always will be. Mom always believed in finding the sunshine in things, and she adored my girlfriend, Jan. Jan, you are the sunshine in my life. And Mom was right, don't ever let go of your sunshine. You wonder why I don't like to call you my girlfriend? Because I want to call you my wife. Oh, no, you did This is the yeah. ring that my dad put on my mom's finger 65, 67 years ago. Oh. And to my sisters and brothers, I didn't swipe it. Dad knows I have it, okay? <laughs> Jan, I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger in front of all these people and in front of my mom and your parents watching from above. Will you marry me? And we'll, get an, we'll get an answer <laughs> right after this commercial break. Now, you absolutely cannot say no on that situation, right? His name's Glenn Weiss. And he may get another Emmy next year <laughs> for proposing to his girlfriend on the Emmys this year. Want to take a second here to congratulate Tom Bitts. Bitsy, friend of mine, he is the Blackfriars Croquet Club champion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every year, him and his buddies have been throwing this big uh, croquet tournament in a park across the street from his house in Blackfriars. They did it this year. And I stopped by for the finale. It was hilarious. They had Rick Doyle, who does the Knights games on Rogers. Yeah. And a guy named Colin Bladdersmall doing the play-by-play, <laughs> sitting at a table, like, commentating these guys playing croquet. That's classic. And sound effects, music going, everyone was laughing, having some uh, cocktails, watching the action, the croquet action. I don't even understand how the game works, and I was really getting into it. You never played croquet? No. We played it all the time in high school, and we'd always had the rule. I'm not sure if this tournament was the same, but you have to have a beer in one hand at no, all times? No. Oh, it was more professional than that. Yeah, they did two hands. Two huh. hands. Next level. And Bitsy was the guy who threw the tournament, and he actually ended up winning. But as a grand finale for the spectators, he did this for the fans afterwards, he set it up so he's got a pool in his backyard, and he wanted to recreate when Fonzie jumped the shark on Happy Days. So he got inflatable sharks, put them in his pool, then he put a giant ramp on the side of his fence, and he's got this remote control car. It's gas-powered, like this crazy remote control car, and he wanted to try and jump the shark, so... 
fire the car up the ramp, jump over his entire yard, land on a shed, and then the car would go into his neighbor's yard. That was the plan. <laughs> we got to post this video. Now, this is off my cell phone here, but just see if you can visualize what happened here. So this is this is the car about to go off of the ramp here. Listen to this. <laughs> All right, folks, he's at the very, very end of the yard. Here we go, here we go. Right off the shed into the pool. Oh, so it didn't quite make it? (laughs) (laughs) It just missed here, look. There it is, Jeff. It just misses. We'll put that up on the FM 96. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so comical. Now, is he saying that his tournament has jumped the shark, or he just loves that scene? I I have no idea. None of it really made sense, (laughs) but it was a great time, and I promised Bitsy I'd give him a shout-out on our show because he is the Blackfriars Croquet Club champion. So way to go, Bitsy. And hopefully you want enough enough money to buy a new remote-controlled car. Because <laughs> that one's still at the bottom of the pool, I think. Hockeyville, Lucan, Ontario. Today you got all the festivities during the day. And then tonight, the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs in preseason action. That means that the Sens and the Leafs are probably in town. And we got a hot tip earlier this morning as to where one of, if not both of the teams may be staying in London, Ontario. And we've sent Jim Kelly to that location. Jim, are you there? Yes, I am here at the undisclosed location, Taz. And are there, um, are there any signs of a hockey team or hockey players, NHL stars? Classic sign, two coach buses are parked outside. Okay. That's my sign. I'm looking for, you know, alpha males in suits and... Uh, I'm not seeing any guys. I'm, I'm outside the, the buses here. The windows are too tinted to see if there's anybody on there. I'm, I'm going to go up to the bus driver. Maybe I can sneak on the bus here. Excuse me, sir? Yes. Can I take a pee on your bus? No, you can't. Sorry, it's a private bus. Private bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, don't ask him to take a pee. Ask him, ask him if he's driving the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I thought I was undercover here, dude. No, we want answers. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just going to sneak on here. <laughs> Jim's going to okay. d- pretend to go take a pee on the bus and he's going to root <laughs> through their bags? <laughs> okay. okay, so I, I stuck my head in the door and I did see a hockey bag. Did you? Did it have yeah, a logo yeah. on it? It did not. It did not. It would look like a CCM bag or something. Okay. So it was just, it was green and white. Well, go back and ask the bus driver if he's driving a team around. He's not, he's going to tell me. Okay, okay, now he's going. Okay, hold on a second. I was trying to sneak in the other side. Okay, I'm running. (laughs) Trying to crawl into the luggage compartment. Oh, he's closed the door. That was your one opportunity, Jim. (laughs) You had your shot, and you missed it. Oh, here's the cops now. The cops are rolling in. I think they're having an escort here. They just drove right past me. Okay, I'm not in trouble yet, but I feel like the staff here is looking at me like I'm going to get kicked out here anytime. Okay, should we should we keep going? Excuse me, sir? I, so is this for Burt Reynolds or something? No, I don't know anything about that. Okay, what's the buses for? Uh, I'm not telling you because it's that kind of privacy. Ah. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's it. You done? Okay. I'm have done. Okay. You have a nice day. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> say hi to say hi to Martyr for me. You will? Yeah, I got him. Ah! Oh, 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 oh. 
Okay, Jim, it's, it's public. I'm getting kicked out, though. Just cross the street. You guys kick him out. Cross the street. <laughs> okay, okay. Cross the street. Stand on the sidewalk. It's public property. Don't don't be a jerk and just uh, see if you can spot anyone coming out of there, okay? Any sign of hockey players yet, Jim? Nothing yet. I see some guys who look important, like they have clipboards and stuff. Oh, okay. And the security did follow me. Like, they... I, they kicked me out from out front of their establishment. That's fine. But I crossed the street, and now they're, like, sitting on the street staring me down, and now they're <laughs> talking to the police officer. Now they're talking to the cop. Well, you, so didn't, every time, you didn't do every anything time I look wrong. Over, I know, I know. But every time I look over, I just pretend I'm looking at a mural. Like, I'm not looking at them, but um, <laughs> I, th- I think I'm busted pretty good here, guys. I don't but, think it's going to happen, and I don't want you to get handcuffed. I just want to touch John Tavares' shoulder. <laughs> While he's at the urinal. <laughs> yeah, hey, buddy. Big fan. In the back of the bus. That would be weird. <laughs> Mind if I just scooch in here? <laughs> Talking Luke and Craft Hockeyville, and Terry's on the phone. Terry, you got a tip for the NHL players that are rolling into Lucan today. Yeah, so I, I play beer league, and, uh, and uh, we play against Lucan uh, a couple times a year, so you got to get the home rinks there, so the home dressing rooms, because if you're in the home dressing rooms, you get all the hot water. The visiting dressing rooms, the, the hot water tanks on the far side of the arena, so by the time the water gets over there, it's ice cold. It takes about, uh, you know, an hour for that water to warm up, and so, uh, you know, if any two guys in the team get hot water showers, and the rest of the guys get ice cold ones. So, uh, <laughs> uh, whoever, whoever, gets the, whoever gets the away room is going to have a little shocker after the game tonight. So. <laughs> It'll wake you up. Yeah. That's well, I'm driving back to Ottawa, you know? Yeah, the Ottawa Senators need a little wake-up, I think, from the looks of their team this year. So, Is that allowed? Are you allowed to make the other team super uncomfortable in their dressing room on purpose? <laughs> this is this is an old-school thing that people used to do. But I, This guy I used to work construction with, played hockey with my dad, and said, I don't know if it was Lucan, but it was somewhere around here where the other team would turn off the heat in the opposing team's change rooms because these were basically old barns back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. They would turn so these off guys the would heat. Be freezing. Yeah, and then the opposite team would be the away the team. Just blasting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.